0: What is today is John Chachis, a good friend, a media executive, and runs his own media company. At one time, he ran uh, the media for Lazard Frère. Uh, tell us the name of your company that you run now, John. Uh,
1: our, our advisory firm is called Methuselah Advisors, and our broadcast company is called Inyo Broadcasting.
0: Understood. And there's so many problems in uh, broadcasting that we're going to talk about, and there's also problems uh, uh, in our city that we both love and live in. Uh, Where do you want to start?
1: Let's start with the city that we love and live in. It seems like every day we wake up, there's another bad headline.
0: Well, there's 484,000 people have left the city, uh, there were, and the people that have stayed were hoping that the budget in Albany will come out for uh, in common sense, and it seems like uh, common sense did not necessarily prevail. What no, say there's, you?
1: There is, there's, there's, there's no common sense in uh, in New York City politics and uh, New York State politics, for that matter. Uh, I think it's quite remarkable. You saw the article a couple of days ago about the state of Illinois having the same kind of exodus. We have. The post-pandemic result of wealthy people and businesses were taught that they are mobile and they are leaving. And the, the flight out of, uh, for lack of a better description, blue states is remarkable. And the growth in places like Texas and Florida and Utah and places that function is off the chart. And New York State, uh, you know, we barely have seen the data for 2021. We're now going to pretty soon see the data for 2022. And the, the budget gap that's going to happen because the leadership in this state can't get their head wrapped around this is going to be astonishing, truly astonishing.
0: Uh, and, you know, where we worry. And, you know, you know what the other thing that we're worried about is keeping our citizens safe. All of a sudden there's a big controversy in New York where uh, one of our Marines uh, that was uh, – uh, uh that that was trained to protect americans and to pr- pr- protect america uh, uh was protecting some subway riders and now they want to they would they want to uh uh indict him for murder i mean what say That's you crazy. on
1: that It's just crazy it's just crazy i mean the, you know the gentleman was on a subway where an erratic human was throwing things and threatening people and he subdued him and Unfortunately, that person, that person died um, in the process, but uh, the idea that, uh, you know, someone defending New Yorkers is now indicted, it's just part of a whole culture, a victimhood culture that's consumed our city and consumed our media and consumed our politicians. All they do is spend their time focused on things like that, not the fact that the city's less safe, dirtier, grimier, uh, and a place that's difficult to do business. Um, and what we're going to see, John, I think this is the precursor, honestly. I think it's a precursor to um, to uh, American bankruptcies in cities. I think New York could be the first. It, it could be back to the, the era when uh, when uh, uh, the city was on the brink. And uh, when they call up to Albany looking for money to bail it out of, of, its, of its financial uh, problems, the rest of the state of New York is going to say, forget it. So I think we are headed to a period where this kind of lunacy is going to start showing up in bankruptcies in American cities.
0: Well, the, the problem being, and you know, in our five o'clock show on weekdays, we, we play the Exodus music. If the, if the people are not going to be safe in New York and they're going to keep raising taxes and, and they banned, uh, you know, they're banning uh, cigarette smoke. But meanwhile, you walk out of our office building that we mutually in the same building and you can get high just on uh, marijuana. It's I mean, uh, uh, what what it's happens? I mean, the exodus continues. Who's going to pay the taxes?
1: Well, and I own a business in San Francisco where every day our storefront manager has to go out front and sweep up the needles because the the, the city supervisors of the city of San Francisco think it's a great idea to create human misery by inviting people to shoot up in public, uh, you know, and, and to feed their drug addictions. I mean, this kind of uh, progressive policy lunacy is showing up in Seattle, Portland, Chicago, New York. It's essentially large urban environments run by people who basically have the philosophy that they can just uh, promote these kinds, of, uh, these kinds of urban policies, and there's no comeuppance for it. Well, the problem is going to be in, in places like New York at some point, and the pandemic t- taught people that they're mobile, that they can move with their money and their business. You're going to wake up and see that those who are the producers in our, in our society get up and take their chips and leave. And what you're going to be left with is a city that's in a spiral. That's, you know, and, it, and, the, and I have to, to say it. I, I'm sorry I come back to media. The media is somewhat complicit in this. The media used to sit above the sewage this and call is, out.
0: When you talk about the media, you talk about the big corporations that now own most of the media in the United States. Is that what you're talking about?
1: That's exactly what I'm talking about. That not, you, not you like that you. you
0: helped make those some of those media companies when you were Lazart.
1: I, I, I sure did, and I've and I have supported them and financed them for years, um, and, and and helped them in their endeavors. But they're, they have lost their way in terms of remembering their role as enterprise journalists. Enterprise journalists. I agree. Journalists are, I agree. Are, are no longer are no longer in business criticizing people equally they have joined the circus on one side of the circus or the other and it's a really dangerous thing
0: yes i understand that
1: so you know we're we're in for we're in for a real wild ride i think the rest of 2023 is going to be a very difficult time for new york uh mayor adams can complain all he wants about the thousands of people being bused here from texas I mean, he and, he and others like him have called New York the great sanctuary city. Now that these people are being brought here, they, of course, don't want them here. Um, and, uh, and the wealthy and producers in our, in our city are departing. And the media better start to report on well, that. Well, it's
0: departing, it's departing the blue cities, it's departing the blue states in, into states where uh, uh, they're not taxed as much, and they, they feel safe. I guess they feel well, safe. But- they feel safe in Texas, they feel safe in Tennessee, they see they feel safe in South Carolina, they feel safe in Florida.
1: Yeah, there there are lots of places where you can run your business, have your children go to school, uh, and not feel like you're under constant assault and criticism. I mean sort of this it's sort of the tone. The tone of the city of our city is a criticism of people that are productive, pay taxes, and employ people, and um you know, I, I don't know what the statistic is. I'd love for one of your people to look this up, but someone told me during the, during the Bloomberg administration something like 1,400 tax returns in the city of New York paid 55% of all of the income tax, 1,400 tax returns. So if you lose five of those or 10 of those, how many hundreds of millions of dollars of tax revenue do you lose, which pay for all of the programs and city employees, and pension benefits and so forth that are unsustainable that's where we're headed and the longer that Kathy Hochul and you know uh... Eric Adams and uh... Cortez and all these people talk about this stuff without facing that fact the city's gonna get in deeper deeper trouble deeper trouble
0: no I, I see it coming uh... by the way the four hundred and eighty four thousand uh... new yorkers that are left already in new york the last twenty four months The average salary was like one hundred and forty-eight thousand dollars, and if those people are not around to pay the money, who's going to pay?
1: That's it. Well, and those are people that don't just pay taxes; they they support restaurants and they support uh, retail establishments and professional service organizations. Yes,
0: and and they support Ubers, they support taxis, they support restaurants, and they're not going to be around. and, and if, you, if you go up and down New York, there's a lot of empty stores. Now, next question. You're also in the media. Uh, you're also in the uh, um, your other business, the AM radios. My broadcast. Broadcast. My broadcast
1: business.
0: Well, Ford, Mercedes, General Motors wants to take AM radios out of the cars. When I was in Las Vegas a couple weeks ago, uh, I met with FEMA. Ninety-seven percent of the American people are covered by the emergency broadcasting system. Now, if we take them, uh, the AM radios out of out of cars and the people can't broad, can't listen, what happens in case of emergency? You know, we, we, with, with Governor Hochul taking down uh, gas stoves, you won't be able to eat you won't be able to drive because electric cars might go off the grid you won't be able to drive you won't be able to eat you won't be able to listen to your radio in the car what goes on
1: it's absurd it's absurd i mean governor hoffel spends her time on things like uh, eliminating you know gas stoves from your from your from your house and removing am radio from your car I, it's just it, there is something wrong with our our political class that think that that's sensible. Free radio and free television, over-the-air television, are assets that the American people own. They are broadcast spectrum that are uh, that are in business for the public interest. There is absolutely no reason. There's virtually no cost to a to an automobile having an AM radio in its dashboard. And as you've said, it provides all kinds of value and safety. One that... of the
0: reasons, one of the reasons I hear now is instead of giving you a $200 radio that goes into your dashboard, they rather charge you $9 and or, uh, $9.99 a month every month for the rest of your life.
1: Right. Yeah. So, so someone, someone's on the other side of that trade, you know, making your subscription fee every month. It's crazy, and I hope yes. the American consumers complain to their automobiles and to their congressmen and senators. Uh, that's part of the part of the part of the problem is we just need a much more engaged electorate who raises hell and who fires these people. I've got on the record in San Francisco, uh, basically asking for the city supervisors, the mayor of San Francisco should all resign. I mean, I'm tired of trying to run a business. San in Francisco, that
0: town. Franci- yeah. San Francisco, play play the funeral march. It's
1: dead. Yeah. Well. You know, I own a business that's been operating there for 155 years. We still have 50 employees that kill themselves to make it a successful luxury retail business. Uh, we're one of the you know, oldest names um, in San Francisco, and it's becoming very, very difficult to stay there. And, uh, you know, and yet you have political figures that are doing things like taking your radio, taking your radio out of your car. It's just it defies logic. It just John Chachis,
0: g- give us the name of your company in San Francisco. Maybe we can buy through
1: the Internet. Gumps San Francisco, G-U-M-P-S, Gumps.com. It's a great company. Oh, that was a great uh, company.
0: Great company. Move it to Dallas. Thank you so much. uh, Thank you so much, John Chachis, and we'll catch up with you again real soon.
1: Nice talking to you, John. Bye-bye.